Oh, it's recording. All right, I'm going to hit the live on uh, YouTube. It'll bring us in. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Daily Dollar. I'm Adam. He's Hami on the Hoopsterdamas Hotline. And, uh, you know, I guess uh, they were right, man. Vegas was right. That Sixers game was a trap game. What a big goal. I mean, like, just the Grizzlies can play, man. I, I, I mean, all, all these teams can play, obviously. But the Grizzlies, I mean, like, it's just it's the, it's the nature of the season. You know, it's just a very weird year. And, you know, fans and anything. I mean, I feel like I, I would not doubt that the Sixers would win if there were, if it was a full, you know, packed house, right? I mean, I just don't really understand, you know, like... The Sixers uh, or the Nets, you know, interchangeably are the number one team in the East. And you got your guy who was in the MVP race not so long ago playing. I I don't well, know. It feels like it was so long ago. It he's does. So long ago. Yeah. And you know, maybe he's still adjusting back in, but, I mean, he's been playing the best basketball of his career. So I don't. Uh, this was the second game. Yeah, I'm pulling up the box score now. And we're talking about Doc Rivers, of course. Oh, well, <laughs> scratch that. I didn't see that game yesterday. Did you? Uh, the Sixers? No, I, I didn't watch it. I, I okay. only watched uh, just a very. I watched very little yesterday. I watched a little bit of the Bulls. Nice dub. Nice dub for the Bulls. I hate saying dub. I don't know why I said that, but nice W for the Bulls. Well, we'll edit this out of the podcast, but Dwight or uh, uh, Joel Embiid did not play. I just I just checked that, so that makes more sense that they lost then. But I'm a little oh, confused. Yeah, you, you don't have to edit out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we didn't know. I guess sometimes yeah, so we make I, mistakes. We didn't watch the game. We didn't watch the game. But we're we are. I'm fine with it. We, we are. It's good to be complacent about something like that. Yeah, I mean, when we're looking uh, at the at the lines prematurely. <laughs> Assume that you'd be playing. Assume you'd be playing. Yeah, it was Easter. All right, we're with our families. Give us a break. (laughs) Uh, I have no excuse. I don't Easter. All right. Well, I was busy yesterday, so yeah. Yeah, sounds like uh, it's Sunday. You know, people feel sluggish sometimes. The Sixers might have been a little sluggish. You know, I was I was a little sluggish yesterday. You know, playing basketball. I didn't have any vaccine dose or anything. That was a while ago. Okay. But and maybe uh. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe two weeks after that Sunday or whatever, you you get a little sluggish. Maybe it happens. I don't know. That's what they say. On the fifth day, when the the first light shines, Gandalf the White. The first full moon after the vaccine. Yeah, after your second dose. Yeah, and then you might start to experience some interesting side effects, such as uh, wanting to howl at the moon, uh, wanting to hunt humans at night. Uh, a lot of people experience a lot of uh, abnormal hair growth, and some people's bones even mutate a little bit to uh, become more canine-like. It's it's a lot of very strange side effects. I think I'd like to be a vampire guy, though. You'd be you'd rather be a vampire than a werewolf. I'd love to be a vampire. Yeah, I, I want to be a vampire sometime. Maybe Halloween. I mean, it does seem like vampires get a lot of ass, and that's key. Uh, what if what if we brought out the vampire stuff back for another holiday, maybe Memorial Day? Hmm. 
I think that would make sense. Yeah. Maybe Patriots I Day? Mean, is Patriots Day, is that a holiday? Or is that just... Let's just suck all the blood of all the freedom fighters. Uh, all the military. <laughs> I shouldn't call them freedom fighters. I should give them a little respect. I mean, the, the military, they're the you know, United States military, of course, colonizing every part of the world. But, well, I, uh, I think <laughs> National Comcast Day, where we suck the blood of our customers. We just have everyone mail a vial of blood to Xfinity. And we could sell it. Right. Harvest it, sell it. Perfect. We can give it to governments. That'd be great. Yeah. Pay in blood. Xfinity. That's what they say. Anyway, uh, the Utah I Jazz. Like that, I think like that's going to be the future, paying in blood. It's gonna be, that's going to be our future very soon. Are you telling you know, me you I'm don't not, mail? I'm not even talking metaphorically like, you know, you're dying for, you know, you have to pay. To, you have to die, right, to pay. No, I'm saying that you literally, you, you donate blood. Are you telling and me that you, you don't pay. already send blood to Xfinity every month? I thought I was getting a discount every month because I send them a vial of my blood. Yeah, I think well, that's the thing that you are ahead of the game already. Okay. So Vlad on the phone, this is a real promotion. Vlad wasn't just – he had a very thick, you know, sound of the maybe Transylvanian accent. He said, mail me a vial of your blood. It's all fine. It's going to take $20 off your Xfinity bill. The, the weird thing is I haven't seen any any money taken off my Xfinity bill, but oh no no, but Brad is very much a uh, he's very much a loyal customer service guy. He's part of our team, and um, yeah, like I'm totally not the manager or supervisor at Xfinity right now. I'm trying to get you to be a vampire so you can sell, <laughs> sell, sell, sell some to us, sell for me so I can make more money. Oh man. All right, let's get into some of these games here. That's enough nonsense for now, lads. Uh, we got the uh, Dallas Mavericks hosting Vlad. the Utah <laughs> Vlads. Enough nonsense for now, Vlads. Well done. Uh, we got the Jazz visiting the Mavericks, and that's an interesting one. Uh, the Jazz. That's a really good one. I, I'm surprised you went there immediately because that that's like the best game tonight. Yeah, that's a, that's at the top of the list here on DraftKings. Um, which is what I'm going off of right now. So uh, the Jazz are uh, five-point favorites. The over-under is 222.5. And, um, yeah, this seems like it could be a really good game. I think it might be the game of the night. I mean, everyone's going to be watching the national championship. But the Mavericks have really turned it around as of late. They're all the remember when they were we were talking about how oh are they going to get 500 are they going to have a bad year well they're 27 and 21 now so they've certainly recovered yeah the Mavericks have been nice they've had a pretty nice season all things considered yeah uh, but the Jazz are having a very much nicer season yeah it's it's weird because last year the Mavs had that historically good offense and yeah. frankly it's I mean it's still been good. But it's not even close, you know, to the offense it was I, I last wonder, year. But their defense is a I lot wonder, better. I have a question. I wonder how, like, different, uh, like, you know, in terms of offensive rating and those kind of advanced stats. I don't know if those even count as advanced stats. But, like, more advanced stats. I wonder how much the shot clock changing from, you know, 14 or whatever after a rebound. I wonder how much that changed. Mm, that's a good question. Like, that kind of inflates some certain stats. I think it, like, it definitely makes it. Well, maybe you get more points, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you get more points per game, and like yeah. you know, people are averaging more points. And I don't know, like because because rebounding, I'm starting to look at you know like 
like rebounding, sh- I feel like it shouldn't be looked at as, a, as like some necessary individual stat unless someone's like this incredible rebounder, individual guy, you know? That's a good it point. Because it's all about boxing out, right? So, like, you know, people box out for other so other teammates can get boards. Yeah, especially good teams. Yeah, so, like, I, I think, like, if we, if we talk about rebounding, it should be, like, looked at through team. Hmm. Well, we can do that. Yeah, for sure, yeah. But, you know, I guess, I guess you know, that's just, like, an extra step in trying to find the you know, because when you're looking at a player, you're just like, oh, he's, he's averaging this many rebounds. Because he, he, some of these players, I mean, like some people who you would think would be really good rebounders, they'll probably get just like maybe six a game. You know, nothing too crazy, right? I think that that, that also could be because of the, you know the outside shot, right? Pace of play and outside shot. Apparently, pace of play was faster in the '80s. Oh yeah, um, kind of a run and gun. And like you watch some of those old Celtics and Lakers teams. Uh... They get up oh, yeah, and they down. Oh, yeah, they definitely that. Like, but, but I, 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 like, aside from those teams, because we both know those teams are really fast. And, you know, Celtics might be a little more half-court oriented, but they're still pretty fast. They they, they, they ran pretty fast. Or, you know, they, they play fast. But, like, a team like the, uh, like, you know, well, I, I, I was going to say Atlanta, but I probably, you know, Dominique Wilkins is, you know, a gunner, too. He's a runner. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Who else could be, like, you know, I'm trying to think of some team that, like, wouldn't be playing because like even the bulls were pretty like they weren't super fast right uh i, I mean, mean they they were definitely later, yeah they they later in the 80s but like when jordan was like in his first two or three years right 1986 i mean i I, I haven't seen enough uh you know first few years jordan but watching that i, I know because when you watch that 63 point game like the bulls don't play like they, they just they just play pretty slow yeah yeah, I mean, uh, they're playing like the '70s style. Yeah, we'll have to watch some of those old Pistons games, maybe. But the the yeah, Jazz. Yeah, I imagine they, they probably picked up their pace when they had all those battles against yeah. them, you know. Uh, but uh, speaking of rebounds, the Jazz should have a major uh, edge on the glass, though, because that, yeah. that made me curious. And they're the best rebounding team in the NBA, forty-eight point two. Looking at team stats for your yeah, recommendation. You know, the Jazz. I mean, people. Uh, People are over, like they're already calling them the, the 2015 Hawks, even though the playoffs haven't come yet. And it just makes me just like so. I, it makes me think like so. You're saying that you can't be too good in the regular season. Like, is that what we're doing now? I mean, I guess because they don't have any uh, superstars, they don't have right? A true superstar, yeah. Right? They don't have that, that guy. Yeah. But I mean, like, who's to say that Mike Conley can't be their Mister Fourth Quarter? You know. I mean, they have uh, strength and numbers. They have a lot of guys who can do it. Conley, Clarkson, Mitchell, Bogey. Yeah. Like, those are all... guys like Bengals who are, like, very good, like, energy kind of players. Yeah. And Rudy Gobert is a defensive superstar. I mean... Yeah, man, I'm I'm really curious to see, like, when they get challenged, uh, Utah, maybe if it's round two or something. Round two Uh, and they lose to the Nuggets. So, yeah, that's that's what I would like to see. I want to see either Utah and Phoenix in round two. Or Utah and Denver for that rematch. Yeah. And then, you know, have the Lakers, Clippers, and Suns. Like, that will be, you know, the first round, first two rounds of the West. It's going to be vital, man. That's going to be very interesting. Well, what about today? We got Mavs, uh, Mavs Jazz. I got the Jazz winning 103-99. Ooh, did the aliens get you there? You got, oh, yeah. sounded like you got sucked into a horse. <laughs> Someone's spraying you? 
Someone's spraying at me. That's, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like someone's like spraying Windex at me or something. Yeah, it sounded quite strange. I think you sound better now. That was alarming. Uh, say yeah, that, that say that score again. 103 to 99. Interesting. So you think it's going to be way lower scoring than typical? Yeah, I think, I think you know, it's going to be a defensive grind today, yeah. Well, the Mavericks average 112 points a game. The Jazz average 117. Uh, That's fine. Both teams have a pretty good defense. Um, and so I'm going to bring the Jazz down to about 112. And uh, that Jazz defense is always so tight. I think they'll make it uh, – yeah, I'm going to go 112, 106. Uh, so Utah wins, and they barely cover the spread. But this is a – this. Um, frankly, this is one I'd stay away from for you uh, gamblers out there. I think it could go either way. I, I could see it where the Mavs win the game uh, just because they are getting it together. You know, they're on a nice little win streak right now. They've won uh, four in a row. Not all those are against great teams, but those are all four wins on the road in a row. Thunder, Celtics, Knicks, and Wizards. And now they're finally back at home. They might have a ton of confidence going into this. They might beat Utah. So I would I would just stay away from it uh, if you're looking to make any yeah, bets. This is going to be a really good game. Yeah. And is this on, this is on national TV? Uh, let me double check. No, I don't think it is, actually. I don't think it is. It seems like it would be, it's, wouldn't it? Yeah, what's that again? It seems like the kind of game that would be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's definitely not on uh, national TV. I think it's the Knicks and Nets, of course. Oh, okay. And that's on TV. Well, let's get into that one. Uh, yeah. And we can take a look right here. Game time decision for James Harden. Um, so it says he's a toss-up to play. Kevin Durant. Uh, I don't think he's going to play. Says he's unlikely to play. Uh, Tyler Johnson, toss-up. Landry Shamit is a toss-up. And so this one's in Brooklyn. I think it's really interesting, though. You got the 25 and 25 Knicks against the uh, big brother, if you will, the the little brother who became the big brother in a hurry, uh, Brooklyn Nets. And it's the little brother who's like way more muscular, way more like who's like taller. Yeah, like, yeah, it's it's like Cooper Manning against Eli, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, anyway, we got the Brooklyn Nets uh, hosting that one. LaMarcus Aldridge looks like he'll probably start at center. Uh, Jeff Green, Joe Harris, Kyrie Irving. We'll see what happens with James Harden. Um, obviously, keep an eye on James Harden because if Harden plays, I think the Knicks could win by about 12. Uh, but if he doesn't play, or I'm sorry, if Harden plays, the Nets could win by about 12. But if he doesn't play, the Knicks could win this game. Especially yeah, the the, especially. the Nets lost the Bulls yesterday. Yeah, and they're like the second game straight on the road. Or well, I guess they're going back home. But yeah, yeah, it's the second night of back to back. Which I mean, they need to get rid of. God damn this damn aliens! <laughs> they need to get rid of this damn back to back to back. Jeez, the aliens are really getting you. Oh, I see what's going on here. We might have to move inside. Yeah, we're going to pause this video here. Some technical difficulties. Is there a way to pause this? Well, I don't know. I'll keep talking at you. The aliens have gotten homie. It's quite a situation. Uh, it looks like they are not going to probe his butt, but they haven't ruled it out either. That's what 
Woj just tweeted, but luckily we can't move inside into the secret recording studio. This is the laboratory. Not everyone gets a tour of the laboratory, but this is where we do the things we do when we do them. So I'm going to go right over here. And uh, poor Hami. The aliens still got him. But I'm down here rocking my vintage uh, Chicago Bulls here. Um, the, my phone is too hot because of the aliens. And so until that cools down, uh, it's just going to be me. And so I'll go ahead and go through these lines. The show must go on. I don't know if a pause button exists. Uh, so let's take a look at the Sacramento-Minnesota game. Uh, Sacramento has actually been really pretty nice lately. Um, Darren Fox is playing some of his best ball. They've lost three straight, but before that, uh, they won five straight. So it, it's really one of those what what team are you getting uh, kind of situations. I do like them over the Timberwolves, though, just because when you, when you look at that matchup, even though Chris Finch has been uh, – solid coach for them um the the kings just got more depth between De'Aaron fox and uh you know buddy healed rashawn holmes turning into one of the more uh underrated players in the nba and i'm turning into a big fan of uh tyrese halliburton as well i'm gonna see if yeah here's here's homie all right well, it looks like uh, my phone overheated and the aliens got you, but uh, Woj tweeted that they weren't going to put anything in your butt. Can you confirm that? Oh. Do they still have you? I think these aliens are trying to... These aliens are trying to take over my, uh, my space. Sorry about that. By your space? Do you mean your butt? Yeah, that's, that's kind of what it sounds like. Yeah, it sounds like they're farting at me. Okay. But your well, butt's okay. Um, yeah, I just had to kind of jump, jump off there. And I, I, I went into that Sacramento game a little bit, didn't give a, a final prediction. Yet. Oh, okay, okay. But, uh, the Knicks, I'm going to go, I'm going to give you two different options. Uh, so if James Harden plays, then I'm going to go 118 to 104. If James Harden does not play, I'm going, uh, Ooh then that is really a top toss-up. If, if he does not play, just stay away from the game. It's, you're asking for trouble. Uh, that would be my yeah, advice. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, because... Uh, I like that score of 118 to 104, right? That's what you said? Yeah, yeah. So if, if not, then, you know, putting a gun to my head here metaphorically, I would say... Um, I don't know why I said metaphorically. Clearly no one's going to shoot me. Uh, <laughs> but... <laughs> um, I'd almost go Knicks 106, 104. I mean, basically, I think if, if you don't have James Harden out there and it becomes the Kyrie Irving show, uh, the Knicks are such a good defensive team, and I don't think that the Nets would have much of an answer for Julius Randle. And so I, I would be really tempted to go with the Knicks if there's no um, – if there's no – James Harden. Another thing to keep your eye on is if you like to do player props, Julius Randle right now is minus 13 at 41 and a half for points, assists, and rebounds. Uh, I think he'd have a real shot at that one. Uh, the one I'd feel even better at is he's for points, uh, 
24 and a half is his over under. And I think that is almost a lock because the Nets still have one of the very worst defenses in the NBA. And don't forget, Kevin Durant is still a game time decision, but he probably won't be playing this game. He'll probably play the next game or the game after that. Yeah. But he'll be back this week, which is exciting. What's your prediction? Oh, uh, well, if if Harden plays, I still got the Nets. Uh, I got, I got, I'll get that same score as you, 118 to 104. If the masturbator, if he decides to stay home today, then I got um, he's <laughs> at 106, 104. Uh, um, for the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if he doesn't play. I got the I got the Nets squeaking out a win, one or two to ninety seven, even if he doesn't play. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and like we said, this one could go either way. Um. And you were at Sacramento, right? Sacramento, Minnesota. Now? Yeah. So I kind of gave my, some of my thoughts. Basically, um, Sacramento's been really inconsistent. They won five in a row, uh, and now they've lost three in a row, and uh, but they're playing. Uh, Less than good Timberwolves team. Some say might say the worst team in the league. Um, I, I kind of like the Kings roster. Like, they're better than their record. Tyrese Halliburton has been really good. Um, but that starting five of De'Aaron Fox, Halliburton, Buddy Heald, Harrison Barnes, and Rashawn Holmes, like, no, you're not going to write home to your mom about it. But it's fun. They play fast. And I got this uh, Siberian Husky over here uh, just chilling. He's enjoying the broadcast. There you go. Are you allergic to Timberwolves victories? They're your cousins, you know. Um, yeah, if, if you're just listening to this on the podcast later, that made no sense to you. But if you're watching, uh, the loyal fans watching, you know about this. Uh, his name is Java. He's named after a computer program. Uh, Anyway, uh, why don't you go ahead with a prediction on this one, Ami? I got the Kings winning by seven, 122 to 115. Wow, okay. Interesting. And it's over. The line on that is uh, four, four and a half, and so the over and under is 235, and that's the, the Timberwolves getting four and a half. Um, hmm. Okay. The Kings average. How many points do you think they average a game? I'm going to say the Kings average uh, 113. Very close. They average 114.8. Um, okay. Now, they give up 118 points per game, which is horrendous. Uh, really historically bad uh, defense. Now, on the other hand, the Timberwolves, and I wish we, there was an easier way to split uh, we can look into the NBA.com website. It has some good tools for that. Uh, but who they've been pretty much since uh, Chris Finch. But these are the two of the worst defenses in the league. I think we're you're definitely uh, – I more I feel more comfortable about hitting the over than I do um, either one of these teams taking the win. Uh, but I would personally go Kings, just money line. I'd kind of stay away from that spread. I think this one's a toss-up. I'll go Kings uh, 121 to 118. So we're hitting the over. Um, if if Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards go nuts, then the Timberwolves will win this game. 
but we'll see. Uh, the San Antonio Spurs are nine-point favorites against the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's a 216 and a half. Yeah, this could be, I mean, I don't know, I, mean, I don't think this will be a great game, but I think the Spurs, I think they'll win by 10 plus. Okay, so you think they'll cover that? Yeah, they should, yeah. right? They absolutely should. Um, especially when you look at just how wildly inconsistent the Cavs have been. Um, it, I did see uh, Kevin Love for the first time all season the other night, though. Yeah, he's he's finally back. I guess uh, after after a while, what was it like a couple months? I think it was only like the third game he's played all season or something. Yeah, yeah, pretty much uh, until like the start of the season. Yeah, the uh, Cavs are last with one hundred and seven point two or one hundred and two point seven points per game, uh, and so I think that they're gonna have a really hard time against a San Antonio defense that. Uh, is well i guess like middle of the pack but we all see what happens when they turn it on uh i'm gonna go san antonio locks them down 102 spurs and uh 91 yeah 102 91 real real low scoring game there i just don't think that the Cavs have uh, the juice to get this one done. Taking a look at uh, some of their injuries, uh, Jarrett Allen is a game-time decision, uh, but it's pretty much going to be Colin Sexton and Darius Garland and Dean Wade, who's turned into an okay player. I didn't really know who he was. He sounds like a, a, a my player or like a, a, a computer-generated yeah. player. Yeah, uh, 2K-generated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, looks like Kevin Love's going to get the start. But the Spurs, especially at home, uh, I'm, I'm going to call that one a lock. The Spurs should definitely get the win tonight. I'm going to put that in my locks column. And anything I say is going to be a lock, I'm going to uh, probably throw a dollar on, all right, and just see see what we're looking like from there. Uh, but let's call that one a lock. Spurs beat the Cavs. And I'm just going money line. I, I, the spread makes me a little nervous. The Spurs should do it. It doesn't make me super nervous, but nine points is a lot of a lot of points, and uh, there's a lot of parity in this league. Uh, now the Wizards taking on the Raptors, and that's an interesting one. Uh, two inconsistent teams. You know, I was saying the other night, you never know what you're gonna get with the Wizards. If Bradley Beal doesn't play, and he's a toss-up to play, then I'm a hundred percent going Raptors. Uh, Fred Van Vliet is a toss-up. Uh, but Jalen Harris is out, Rodney Hood is out, Kyle Lowry is out, Pat McCaw is out, Paul Watson, whoever that is, is out. Uh, Rui Hashimura is out for the Wizards, so is Daniel Gafford. So it's it's going to be kind of a weird game. Uh, if, if Bradley Beal plays, the Wizards have a much better chance, but... Ultimately, I think the defensive uh, capabilities of the Raptors will just be too much for the, you know what they say, defense wins championships. It's not like they're as good as they were with Kawhi Leonard, but uh, now that OG Ananobi is back in the rotation, uh, you got him and Pascal, I think they'll be able to 
slow down the sometimes hot wizards and what could at times be an ugly affair. Uh, the over-under is 227.5. I'm going to go uh, 109 to 105. It'll be close. Don't trust that spread. But I do think the Raptors pull it off at home. I got the Wizards winning 120 to 118. Interesting. Okay. And, uh, yeah, if Bradley Beal doesn't play, don't even touch it. Or just bad on the Raptors. But Yeah. Uh, we got two more. We got the Pistons and the Thunder. That's just such a snooze fest. Such an awful game. Yeah, it really is. I mean, all the super exciting players for uh, the Thunder are out. Like, Dort is a game-time decision. Baisley's game-time decision. Uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander is out, though. Um, I really like Moses Brown lately. I don't even know who a lot of these players starting for the Pistons are. Saban Lee, Josh Jackson. I know Josh Jackson. Sadiq Bey, who's had some good games. Isaiah Stewart, uh, rookie out of Washington. He was solid in the Pac-12 last year. But uh, that's a snooze fest. I have, I have no interest whatsoever in that game. But to make a prediction for ceremony's sake, um, the line right now is the Pistons are actually favored to win a game. And so I think that's a – I guess the Thunder, a lot of their good players are out. Um I don't know. These these teams are both so... The Thunder aren't bad, but like if they, they aren't playing any of their good players, then they are. Uh, but I'm almost tempted to take the Thunder to win this one if you're a gambling man, just because um, they're a plus 123 against arguably the worst team in the league. Both these teams are well-coached, bad rosters. It's in Oklahoma City. Um, it's a little bit puzzling. I'm going to go OKC wins this one, 106-102. I got the Pistons up by 7, 103-96. Okay, so you're going the over, or no, we're both going the under, the 212 and a half. Okay. Yes. Uh, final game, this one's a lock. Uh, the Suns will beat the Rockets. They are 14-point favorites. I don't know if they'll hit that, but... They'll beat the Rockets. Yeah, I think this is uh, safe to say this is a lock. I got my final score, 115-93. to 93. Yeah, I like that. I'll go uh, about 116-101. to 101. They barely cover that uh, 14. And so that would be still under. I just don't think the Rockets are going to pull their weight to, you know, hit the over on that. So, well, that rounds up the, the day's games. Uh, now, let's get into the huge game. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone knows it. You know it. I know it. She knows it. It's the national championship game between the Gonzaga Bulldogs and the Baylor Bears. A Bulldog. Wait, are they the Bulldogs? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Bulldogs. Uh, they are minus two hundred on the money line. Yeah, I got a, I got confused somehow somehow with the the Hoyas because the Hoyas are a bulldog, but they're not a bulldog; they're a flower. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But Gonzaga—they're actually a bulldog. And uh, they—they're favored by four and a half, four point five. Yeah, and I think they'll probably win. I mean, I don't know. I uh, I remember watching a game against West Virginia that Baylor pulled out of their ass barely. Uh, but Gonzaga's just—they're unbelievable. That's yeah. that shot Suggs hit the other day. Like they're a team of destiny. This is going to be a perfect season. Uh, I just don't see them losing. I think they'll win by five. <laughs> yeah, I got them by six. I got uh, Gonzaga eighty-one, Baylor seventy-five. Wow, so you're right there, but taking the under on the total points of one fifty-nine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, 77-72. Gonzaga for the win. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I everyone's saying that they play like a great brand of basketball, and I, I kind of saw that the other day when I won that Final Four game. I mean, like they, they look like a team of champions. Yeah, I mean, they're just kind of reminds me of the Nationals, where it's just like you just know they just the Nationals championship run, or they're just like these guys just don't go away. Yeah. Um, you know, what's interesting is Anthony Edwards is now pulled into the lead for uh, Rookie of the Year odds. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I think he, he's probably going to win it. He's a nice name. He's got some nice plays. He's, you know, he got some highlight plays. And, you know, it's it's a shame with LaMelo, but. Yeah, it, it was his I, thing. I don't know. I mean, you know, Halliburton should also be up there. Interesting. Let's see what his. Uh... Wow, he's nowhere near the top. Oh, yeah, it's no, he's case. actually second. He's second, I'm sorry. Oh, he's second? Yeah. So this is a, according to the odds with DraftKings. Uh, Anthony Edwards is plus 100, Halliburton plus 150, Lamelo plus 200. So those are your kind of top three there. Uh, what's interesting is uh, Jordan Clarkson is a minus 1430. Looks like he's got six man of the year pretty much wrapped up according to the experts there. Um, but it certainly is going to be uh, interesting to see how these go. Uh, the top two for defensive player of the year is Ben Simmons and Rudy Gobert, and it's they might as well just call it the Rudy Gobert Award at this point. That's crazy. Now, like these, like these Sixers fans are fighting with Nuggets fans about who's the better center. Now they're fighting with Jazz fans about their defensive player uh, conversation, which really, in the end, it doesn't really matter because I I don't think these awards will be announced until after the season, or will they announce it after the regular season this time? Um, because the award show is stupid. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't know. I don't watch it. I don't watch award shows. Uh, yeah, like, I, I'm definitely not watching another NBA like award show type of thing because this isn't the Emmys. I hate that shit. I won't watch know? the Emmys either. I mean... Yeah, like, I, I hate award shows. I'm sorry. I, I, but, you I, know, I, I used to like them, but now I, I don't like them. You know, and, and, and when I liked them, I liked them, like, the Grammys or whatever, when I had people that I liked playing music. Um, I mean, shoot, man, I I won an Emmy in college. I didn't go. <laughs> I didn't go to the ceremony. You know, I did that story on uh, our, our buddy Josh Hernandez, and I, uh, yeah. I just went to work that night, because I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll have lunch with Rick. That's all I need. And I had lunch with yeah. Rick, and it was fine. Oh, David Harrison just tweeted uh, this. Happy birthday, Ben Gordon. It's like a Ball is Life quote tweet. 
uh, the only rookie ever to win six man of the year. Some of his best games, 48 and five, 45 and eight, 43 on eight of 11, three point shooting 39 on nine of 13, three point shooting 32 on nine of nine, three point shooting 29 points on eight of 12, the nine of nine. Yeah. He was a piston there, right? Well, he did that as a bull too. Oh, wow. He did that against the Wizards in 2006. Wow. April 2006. Okay. Yeah, Harrison said he was an absolute nightmare to play against. I believe it. I believe it. Anything else you want to get into, my friend? I just got you back. This damn alien is trying to cut off our service. Oh, I, I just asked you if there's anything else you want to get into. Oh, no, no, nothing all. I mean, we, we got through all the games. We got through all the narratives that we needed to get through. <laughs> yeah. All right. And higher ups. We got through the narratives. Higher ups. You bums. Who's who's gonna hire us? ESPN. But they're bums, so they won't. Oh. Well. Well. You know what I say. If you can't beat them, break them. Or no, is that if you can't join and beat them? Well, I don't know. We'll do something. Uh, on the balls and just leave. You know, we'll we'll take the ball with us and then we'll we'll go home. We'll leave with it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take their balls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We didn't That's break. Why I want to be a surgeon. I want to take their balls away from them. Like, uh, are you talking about Lonzo, Lamelo, or Leangelo's no, already not... been taken away from them? No, like just they're reproductive. Like I want them to not reproduce anymore. Jeez. I want to hunt their genes. <laughs> well, what if they wear khakis? Oh shit! <laughs> I think they're khakis too. Don't worry. It's only just a. It's only just a little long. That's all it is. Yeah, corduroy pants are some of my favorite. Um, oh, the classic. The cargoes. Well, uh, yeah, and some other exciting news. I'll be back in Chicago soon, and so we will uh, be able to do more in-person episodes. So uh, the loyal listeners will have something to listen to, uh, or look forward to, rather, uh, coming up real soon. That should be about... Uh, realistically, I think we might be able to record an episode in person maybe that last week of April or first week of May. Yeah. Yeah, that's all it takes. Glorious. Well, thanks for listening to everyone. And uh, as always, shout out to our graphic designer, Evan Buttress. Uh, we are going to uh, keep his logo that he designed for the second year. And uh, that's going to be our logo forever now. So we're, we're buying that... Uh, Intellectual property and uh, Hoopstradamus. Subscribe or die. That's what we say. Talk to you later.